Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here flying solo, bringing you all the latest news in the rock world and from around the world this week. Friday, May 29th, Season 2, Episode 21. We're going to be talking about the Slay at Home virtual rock concert happening this weekend. Raconteer's new EP and documentary is out today. Mastodon writing a new song for the Bill and Ted sequel. New autobiography coming out this year from Judas Priest Rob Halford. We'll talk about that. Led Zeppelin is going to be streaming their legendary 2007 reunion show on their YouTube channel. And Coachella trying to keep the same lineup for 2021. Plus, on this day in music history trivia, weekly WTF and more. This week's new releases here on the 29th of May. New albums out today from Deerhoof, Flying Lotus, Jade Hairpins, Kit Moore, Lady Gaga, Miss Piss, <laughs> Nicole Atkins, Noah Reed, Static X, Thomas Wesley Pence, which is the Diplo, Diplo Country album. So there you go. Diplo's uh, producing that one. All right, guys. So let's get to the rock news this week. Lots of things to talk about in the rock world. Actually, it's a pretty jam-packed week this uh, this week. All right, so tour news kicking it off. Coachella organizers are trying to keep the same lineup for 2021. Uh, apparently, they are inviting back Rage Against the Machine, Travis Scott, and Frank Ocean as the headliners, as well as a bunch of the sub-headliners, Lena Del Rey, Tom York, FKA Twigs, Danny Elfman, Little Uzi Vert, Run the Jewels, and more on the same bill. Some of the acts have not been asked to return in 2021. So that would suck, right? Like, you, you got on the bill, and they're like, Hey, yeah, this is going to be great, man. It's our debut playing Coachella, first time ever. And now that they're going to do this again next year, they're like, no, nah, second thought, we don't we don't need you guys. Uh, you know, sorry, you know, don't come back. That would be a pretty dick move, but uh, <laughs> that's going to be rough. And apparently, get this, uh, Golden Voice and Coachella generates as much as $100 million in sales for Golden Voice. It attracts around 250,000 fans over its two weekends. We did it in 2013 and 2014. Uh, it was pretty pretty impressive, I gotta say, the scale and quality of that festival. Even though the thing that sucks about it is being out there in that desert heat, man, and that dust. We'd wake up in the tent with f- fucking dust in our noses and uh, uh, blowing our noses, and it's all black because it was so dirty out there. Crazy, but uh, it is a once in a lifetime festival experience. All right, let's move on to some rock news this week. The Raconteers are releasing their documentary and live EP today. It's called Live at Electric Lady, and it's uh, out today, May 29th. Two projects capture the Jack White-led band in an intimate concert event at New York City's legendary Electric Lady Studios. The 60-minute documentary and Spotify-exclusive live EP will feature favorites from all three of their albums. Uh, they released their first album uh, just just recently, their first one in 11 years, Help a Stranger, last june the band shows in support of the disc were their first in eight years um so crazy so i just want to let you guys know about that uh that's going to be a pretty cool documentary and an exclusive spotify live ep so uh there you go check that out uh all right looks like this uh slay at home festival is happening this weekend featuring members of stone sour anthrax trivium uh bush 
Testament, and many more are going to be participating this weekend. It's a two-day virtual metal festival slated to take place today, May 29th, and Saturday, May 30th. Dozens of performances and appearances are expected with donations to Music Cares and Global Giving encouraged. So pretty cool. Guar's going to be there, Dillinger Escape Plan, Chuck Billy from Testament, and more. Make sure you guys check it out today or tomorrow. Uh, all right, so more news about Rob Halford from Judas Priest publishing his first autobiography in September. It's called Confess, and it's coming out September 29th. The book will span Halford's entire life and career, including his decision to public come, uh, publicly come out as gay in 1998, his struggles with addiction, and his reasons for quitting Judas Priest in 1992, then rejoining the band in 2003. In a press release, he called the book a unique once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me to expose every facet of myself. Digging deep with nothing to hide and nothing to fear was in many ways exciting, fun, disturbing, terrifying, and cathartic. I've held nothing back. It's time for me to confess. End quote. <laughs> That's a pretty good quote for the book there. That sounds awesome. And, I mean, you know, that movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg was based on the fact that Judas Priest, you know, that whole breakup of the band, getting the cover singer to come in. That's all real and uh, very interesting that he's going to be doing this uh, autobiography. It's probably going to be one of the better autobiographies in the rock world, I'd imagine. Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The uh, the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm -hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it. <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car <laughs> and they don't move out of the way? Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk, so. Thank you, crow milk. All right, some more news. Sammy Hagar and the Circle saluted Little Richard with their latest lockdown session. They did their version of Keep a Knockin' along with Michael Anthony, Jason Bonham, and Vic Johnson. Uh, it's pretty cool the way they're doing this every week. Sammy Hagar does these tracks, and they record them. They play together via Zoom, it looks like, and they're all in their own home studio. So it's pretty cool. Uh, make sure you guys check that out uh, on his social media site. Uh, he's got lots of those videos up there. All right, Mastodon has written a new song for Bill and Ted's sequel that's going to be coming out. It's called Bill and Ted Face the Music. The movie reunites Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves, uh, first time since 1991's Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. It's scheduled for an August 21st release, although that could change. Here's the deal. Mastodon guitarist Ben Kelleher, or excuse me, Bill Kelleher, said on the Rock and Roll Beer Guy podcast, he wasn't too happy about the whole process. Here's what he said. He said, quote, They were like, we want a song for the movie, and this is the description of the part, so we wrote something, we turned it in. We don't hear back for weeks, for months. And then they're like, yeah, well, the director doesn't really like this part. I guess it's like a 20-second part of the song. And he's like, yeah, he doesn't like this. Can you change it? And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not changing it. I'm sorry, don't use the song then. I was pissed. 
And they were like, they wanted more like an ACDC style. And I'm like, well, then fucking call ACDC. That's Be- uh, Bill Kelleher from Mastodon. But apparently the new out, the, that new track is going to be in the movie. So I guess they are going to keep it in the film. Uh, so there you go. New track from Mastodon on that Bill and Ted sequel. Speaking of new music, Jello Biafra from the Dead Kennedys. He has a group, if you guys haven't heard about it, it's called Jello Biafra and the Guantanamo School of Medicine. They have announced they're in the middle of a recording a new album called Tea Party Revenge Porn, and it's going to be out on Alternative Tentacles uh, Records this fall on LP, CD, Digital, and Limited Edition Cylinder. Wow, that's pretty cool. The band says to expect to hear some tracks as soon as July. So there you go. Uh, speaking of new music, Seether has just uh, recorded their new album. Sean Morgan, guitarist vocalist of Seether, confirmed that their new album is finished. Over the last 10 months or so, they've been recording and writing the songs. They recorded all the tracks in a matter of 17 days. He said, quote, it's a testament to everybody having had the demos for a while and having learned it. So by the time we got in there, we didn't waste any time. End quote. According to Morgan, the songs are the strongest they've written. And he's also co-produced the album. Look for the album to be released sometime in August from Seether. Right now, some Kill Switch Engage news. Uh, not exactly, though. It's a side project for Jesse Leach, the lead singer of Kill Switch Engage. He's got a new side project. It's a hardcore punk band, and it's called The Weapon. It's released its debut album called A Repugnant Turn of Events via Bandcamp. So make sure you guys check it out. The Weapon stated about the release of the album, We dedicate this record to everyone fighting the good fight against tyrannical governments, racism, homophobia, fascism, and all forms of oppression. Get mad, get organized, stay focused, and stand strong. End quote there. So check out that group, The Weapon, Killswitch Engage lead singer uh, Jesse Leach. Uh, apparently, all the proceeds from this album are going to help small venues in New York City that are currently shut down and could go out of business due to the pandemic, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Pearl Jam, leading the virtual Seattle-based relief concert that is going to be called All In WA, All In WA. So that's going to be June 10th, and it's going to feature a bunch of Seattle musicians, including Death Cab for Cuties' Ben Gibbard, um, Dave Matthews Band, Brandy Carlisle, Ciara, Macklemore and others, including team members from the Seattle Seahawks. The charity event will be streamed on Twitch via Amazon Music's channel, as well as on local Seattle television stations King 5 and Kong at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So there you go. That's happening next weekend. Pearl Jam co-hosting the premiere of Parkland Rising documentary. They've teamed up with the Black Eyed Peas to co-host the ABC Cinema Now national live streaming premiere of the featuring uh, documentary Parkland Rising. It's a look at the students of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, who started an uh, international movement to call attention to the need for enhanced and uniform gun safety laws after 17 people were shot to death at the school by a former student. So Pearl Jam teaming up with the Black Eyed Peas for that documentary. That sounds really cool. Good for them. Well, it's a rare condition this day and age to find a beer made with krill caught in a cage. Krill and nutrition and a little lemon rind. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic krill inside these bottle walls. Cause all I see is it's filtered with baleen. Real krill bursting out of everything. Krill Reserve Yar, it's made from stuff found in the sea Krill Reserve 
Looks like Slipknot has relaunched Knotfest's website with a new streaming event. So if you guys go to knotfest.com, it's apparently going to be this new hub for news, interviews, performances, merchandise, and more. A statement described the new site as a portal, quote, dedicated to covering the very best of art, music, culture, and media for fans of heavy culture. So there you go. Apparently, to kick this off and to celebrate, they're going to have a streaming event today at 3 o'clock Pacific Standard Time that will feature exclusive concert footage from Slipknot's 2019 headline set from the Grass Pop Metal Meeting in Belgium. Also, performances from Under Oath and Code Orange. So check that out on Slipknot's website for KnotFest at KnotFest.com. Looks like Led Zeppelin will be streaming their 2007 reunion concert for free on YouTube. This is going to be pretty awesome. The reunion show was held December 10th, 2007 at London's O2 Arena. It was played as a tribute to the band's friend, mentor, and Atlantic Records founder Amit Ertgun. Celebration Day is what they called it. It will be streamed in its entirety for three days only on the official Led Zeppelin YouTube channel starting this Saturday, May 30th, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. So it's only going to be up there for a couple of days, so check it out while you can. That is pretty cool of them to put it up there for free. Uh, it was a legendary performance, man. It was pretty wild. All right, Gorillas, The Gorillas Almanac is coming out this October. What is that? It's a new book due out on October 16th from Z2 Comics. The book will celebrate more than two decades of the virtual act with 120-plus uh, pages of artwork, puzzles, games, and more. So there you go. If you're a fan of Gorillas, that looks to be a pretty cool copy. Oh, it's limited to 6,666 copies. That's hilarious. Uh, so it's going to be a collector's item. If you're interested in that, check it out. New Blink-182 song coming in within the next uh, two weeks. Apparently a track called Quarantine that is set to arrive sometime next week. Travis Barker revealed the existence of the track while reeling off of a list of other projects he's been working on, including music from Post Malone, Machine Gun Kelly, Youngblood, and more. He said that the band was really excited about this new track, Quarantine. So there you go. Uh, coming out next week. Bring Me the Horizon has set a date for their new single, it's called Parasite Eve, and it's apparently taken from the 1998 PlayStation survival video game of the same name. Um, apparently, Ollie Sykes said there was kind of similarities into uh, what's going on now with this whole pandemic and that game, and they thought it was kind of cool to write a song about it. So there you go. It's apparently off of their new upcoming album, which hasn't been released yet. Uh, this is the first single that's out there. It's called Parasite Eve from Bring Me the Horizon. Check it out. All right, this was a, a really crazy story that I wanted to share with you guys. I, it's not necessarily rock news, but it's music news in a way, but it's crazy. Okay, so here's the headline. Pandemic trapped a Bolivian orchestra in a haunted German castle, and, the, and, and apparently there's 23 packs of wolves that are surrounding this castle, and they've been stuck in there since, since March 10th. A Bolivian orchestra has been stranded in the German palace at Reinsberg. According to the BBC, the medieval palace is a moated castle surrounded by 23 packs of wolves, which is said to be haunted by Frederick the Great. So why are they even there in the first place? Well, they flew out to Germany to perform three concerts and see some sights. The total trip expected to last over two weeks, but many of the group's young members had never been out of Bolivia before. As their plane landed, the orchestra learned that the Berlin region of Germany had announced bans on large gatherings of people. One, uh, one member 
uh, said, quote, our bus broke down on the motorway. I remember joking that this was bad luck and perhaps our concerts would be canceled, but never did I think that it would actually happen. So they tried to get away, uh, find a way home, but didn't succeed before Bolivia closed its borders. As Germany went into a full lo lockdown, the orchestra was trapped in a hostel on the sprawling estate of Rheinsberg Schloss, about a 90-minute drive northwest of Berlin. As of this writing, which this article came out this week, they've been stuck there for 76 days. Isn't that crazy? I wonder how they're, like, getting supplies and stuff, or I don't know. They closed the borders of Bolivia. Those guys, that orchestra is stuck there in that haunted castle, surrounded by wolves. Sounds like a, a, a heavy metal song or something, right? When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Balljack is there with you. Hell um, yeah! America. Balljack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. All right, let's move on to on this week in music history trivia. This week in 2003, this band postponed a concert in Toronto due to the ongoing concerns about SARS. I thought this was relevant, you know, right? Like a lot of the concerts are being canceled now due to the COVID-19. But there was a time when SARS was a very uh, prominent pandemic type deal going on in the United States and North America. So this band postponed a concert in Toronto due to that concern about SARS. Was it A, Deftones, B, Stained, or C, Primus? What do you think? It was actually Stained. They postponed that concert in Toronto due to the ongoing concerns about SARS on this week in 2003. Also on this week in 1987, during a show at the Rome's Flaminio Stadio, a big stadium there, uh, this band's sound system sets off earthquake alarms in two neighborhoods. <laughs> they were that loud. Was it A, Motley Crue, B, ACDC, or C, U2? Now, out of all those bands, you would think that it would be something like ACDC, but it was actually U2 set off an earthquake alarm in two neighborhoods this week in 1987 during a show at Rome's Flaminio Stadio. So there you go. All right, guys, let's move on to some more news, uh, movie TV entertainment news. Jimmy Fallon apologizing for that blackface SNL sketch where apparently he was impersonating Chris Rock on Saturday Night Live in blackface. Shortly after the 20-year-old clip resurfaced, the hashtag Jimmy Fallon's oh, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is over party began trending on Twitter. So he made a statement. He said, quote, I made a terrible decision to do an impersonation of Chris Rock, Rock while in blackface. There is no excuse for this. I am very sorry for making this unquestionably offensive decision. And thank thank all of you for holding me accountable. End quote. That's a pretty good quote. I don't think he can really say anything other than that. So just kind of have to see how it goes for him. That's pretty rough. Uh, speaking of rough, Kevin Hart speaks on his recovery. He's had a really tough time. Recovering from his devastating car accident in 2019 and on the Joe Rogan experience He was talking about how apparently his entire spine is metal now because so many vertebrae were damaged 
He said, quote, I lied in the hospital because I didn't want him to know that I was having pain because I thought they would stop letting me try my walks. He said, adding that he refused all pain medication due to the fact that his father was a drug addict. He said, quote, every night was a horrible night. He added that this is 98% recovered, but he has to focus on refocus on his priorities. <clears throat> Pretty crazy, man. And good for him to uh, refuse that pain medication, knowing his family history with uh, addiction. Uh, you know, that would have been really bad. Uh, so good for Kevin Hart. You know, it sounds like he's on the road to recovery there. Uh, more movie TV entertainment news. Martin Scorsese has shot a film in isolation. He's created a film solo for the BBC. It's a self-shot film about being in isolation during the pandemic, and it will premiere. It actually premiered yesterday in the final episode of Lockdown Culture with Mary Beard, the retitled new series of the BBC's flagship arts uh, program, Font Row Late. So there you go, a uh, new film from Martin Scorsese. I'd like to see that. I wonder, I wonder what it's like. Uh, HBO Max has already um, launched this past weekend, and they have confirmed that all eight Harry Potter flicks are available for streaming on that, uh, and a, as well as a bunch of other things. Apparently, they, they forked out $4 billion into content for HBO Max. Much of that was used to secure the streaming rights for Friends and for South Park. I bet those guys got a cool billion each, I wonder. Man, mobile gaming has been skyrocketing, too. Uh, downloads went up the past month. Uh, 35% in the month of May compared to the previous month in April. Crazy, right? Uh, there was some good news around the world today. As a man ran 100 miles in a day to raise money for charity over Memorial Day weekend, this guy Peter Macredis carried his cooler full of food and drinks to a park in Las Vegas, but he wasn't there to grill. He was there to run. While others headed to Exploration uh, Peak Park to relax with their families, he had a mission, run 100 miles in 24 hours to raise money and awareness for veteran suicide. And he raised over $10,000 for a very good cause. Awesome. New York City, 1929. The air is thick with crime, dirt, grit, and passion. He walks alone. You know that, Jack? With a side. But who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy. Who walks alone? This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. Yeah, detective? I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll say that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boss? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. Or as hamburger man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? 
We wait, henchmen. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder. That's why I fight greasy. Tedley Sweeney Doo as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberback as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face, The Reckoning. Some news from around the world. Green Day, Youngblood, and more have reacted to the death of George Floyd, a 46-year-old black man who passed away on Monday evening in Minneapolis. Following an arrest for alleged fraud, he was captured on video being knelt on by a white police officer named Derek Chauvin for over seven minutes despite screaming that he could not breathe. Despite onlookers protesting that the policeman's behavior and urging him to stop, Floyd lost consciousness and later died in custody. There's been a lot of riots and stuff around the country. I just want to let everybody uh, know to be safe out there and uh, take it easy. I know that a lot of this stuff is pretty enraging and I get I get the rage and I get the the anger uh, against the police but let's you know also take into consideration the safety of everybody involved here uh, including your fellow friends out there on the streets you know uh, just be safe out there uh, not saying you don't have the right to protest of course you do just uh, take it easy you know all right Washington DC may allow some restaurants and bars to offer alcohol to go permanent permanently now uh, I kind of saw this coming. I'm thinking to myself, if they allow it now, a lot of these bars are going to be like, well, why can't we do it in the future? Why not? You know? Uh, so apparently a lot of the businesses are really hurting. And the mayor in D.C. says this, quote, we know our businesses are really stressed about how they're going to recover. And so one of the aspects of their recovery is how they operate in a new normal. The new provision is scheduled to be reviewed by the D.C. Council next month. Um, all right, so everybody's getting creative, like trying to figure out what to do with these stadiums. Uh, they've been using them, you know, for part of the pandemic, hospitals and things. Well, the Miami Dolphins are turning their stadium into a drive-in. That's right. They announced on Tuesday this week they're turning their stadium into outdoor drive-in theater. The Hard Rock uh, Stadium will be set up to hold 230 cars, and it's envisioned that the types of things will be shown will be big games in Dolphins history, classic movies, commencement ceremonies, concerts, and more. They also plan an open-air theater that can host small groups in the stadium's plaza. Food and drinks will be available through an online system and delivered to cars. That's really interesting. I hope that's not what we're going to be doing uh, forever, but I think that's a cool way of getting people out and uh, you know being safe about it and doing something different, having fun. Uh, Disney World announces their plans for reopening in mid-July. They call for Disney to reopen the Magic Kingdom uh, and Animal Kingdom July 11th. So they, they will reopen with limited capacity, although not revealed what was the percentage of capacity will be allowed in, and advanced reservations will have to be made for entry. Employees and guests will be required to wear face masks and social distancing will be enforced. There will also be temperature checks for employees and guests before entering the parks. Events that cause people to gather, including fireworks shows, character meet and greets and parades will be suspended. So it's not gonna exactly be the same, but um, you know what I'm thinking too, like the lines where you got to wait in line for a ride or something. Are they going to have to keep that six feet apart that entire time? Those lines are going to be just so fucking long all the way down the road. Crazy, right? All right. Uh, one last story here. I thought this was funny and kind of interesting. P. 
Picky eaters will never evolve their diets if they fail to vary their food by the age of four. They've done this study now. So there's apparently a very limited window for getting them to evolve into varied eaters. So they've been looking this through a children's hospital in Michigan. Uh, kids ages four to six, eight and nine over a four year period. They found the best time to try and expand a child's food preferences is when they're a toddler, but at any attempts after age four are likely to fail. They also found that the pickiest eaters tend to be under the most pressure to eat more foods, which often resulted them it resulted in them restricting their diets further. So sometimes, you know, if you're like trying to force your kids to have vegetables, it may have the exact opposite um, effect on them. But at the same time, you want to try and give them some variety, but apparently before the age of four, otherwise they're going to be picky eaters for the rest of their lives. So there you go. That is the Garage Rock Show podcast for you guys this week. Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show podcast, facebook.com slash garage rock show podcast, twitter.com slash garage rock show. All of our links are up, nine different platforms at thegaragerockshow.com. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores. Tell your friends, tune in every week for the latest in the rock world news right here on the Garage Rock Show podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good weekend. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com